0: Well, hello, everybody. It's Bruce Pulver, host of Can I Have a Word with You for another episode. And while I'm not going solo today, Heather is not able to be with us. Heather Carter, she's out. out she's uh, sharing words across the country with uh, her soirees and, and her events. But today I've got a real special, a real special guest, a dear friend, a brother who we have not met in person. But we've done a lot of things together. He's been a great friend. He welcomes me on his programs without even being invited. I jump in, and and I asked him uh, uh, this week, "Would you be on my podcast? And can I have a word with you? And we want to unpack a word, and and uh, just kind of what does it mean to us? How can we live it? How can we walk it out? And uh, maybe there's a nugget that uh, a listener out here will gather, gather, and maybe encourage them to uh, to take some action as well." So. I'm going to I'm going to invite my my dear friend to join us here. We do through some introductions and we're going to unpack words. So ladies and gentlemen without any further fanfare, I'm going to invite my dear friend Marcus Ellis into the podcast. Marcus, good morning my brother. Good morning brother. What's happening? How you doing, sir? So great to have you and getting up early and we're just going to have a conversation today. So Man, we, we met, it has to be two years ago, probably. And That's it was through social media, right? Yeah. And um, explain to me kind of your recollection of that, because I have one, but man, I certainly would love to get yours and we'll dive into some introductions and such.
1: Oh, man, I don't even, I mean, I don't even know. I know it was through Clubhouse, uh, the social media at Clubhouse that we met. Um, but that, that whole season was such a whirlwind. You know, it, To me, it was right before COVID hit and then COVID hit, so I, I'll, I'll just trust your memory on that, because it just seems like we've always been here.
0: Yeah, it's a, same thing. I think it was Clubhouse, or or absolutely, I think we, we landed in a room one morning, and maybe we followed each other. You know how that app kind of lets you kind of look at folks' profiles, what their background was? A couple things, a couple things totally, uh, you know, attracted me without even hearing you speak. One is your love and passion of music. We'll get in and talk a little bit about that. You, you also have that unique blend of love of sports. And right. so I'm thinking that's a brother from another mother for me because <laughs> that was my upbringing. And um, so you're in Pensacola, Florida. That's correct. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I love about what Marcus does, everybody is he is fearless in speaking with folks that he doesn't know and just giving them a nugget of encouragement. Tell us a little bit about your, your message, uh, what you call it and, and what you're really trying to do when you, are actually interacting with folks and just trying to, you know, find that person that might not be seen.
1: Well, I appreciate the introduction. It is very kind of you. Uh, how, you know, I'm I'm um, one of those extrovert introverts and I don't want to put a label on any of it, you know, but uh, even though I'm very private in some regards, I will walk up to a stranger and just start talking. My children and my wife will go, "Oh my gosh. Here he goes again. He's just talking to a random stranger for no reason." I've just had that gift um and through the um previous uh, well the previous two election periods we all know that uh, a lot and I don't use this word often I try not to use this word but a lot of hate came up and uh I just have always had a a target as I mean even you know as a young man to eradicate hate it just it's just something that uh had always bothered me the way people were treated i don't like to see people treated poorly things like that so during the election period where you know everybody got on social media and everybody's right and everybody's arguing and all that kind of stuff i was in a moment of prayer like god can can we fix this you know can we do something about this and you know long story short he said you can um and i've always done this thing with my children to where when we're in the car I have five kids, a wide range, you know, big swath. My oldest is 24, my youngest is four. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, I've I've always had kids in the car, you know, for the past 25 years, right? And one of the things when I was driving, I, you know, as they were backseat in their car seats and all that, you know, hey kids, and they said what? And I said hey, guess what? And they said what? Daddy he said I love you, right? In that moment of prayer, God said take that hey, guess what? I love you to the streets you know, uh, there's a Doobie brothers reference right there for you. Um, and so I was, you know, there there was a multitude of things, including starting a podcast, uh, in that moment of prayer, including speaking on stages. It was all one big download that I thought was just my mind because I was hanging out in motivational speaking spaces and that was attractive to me. So I thought, you know, okay, this is my mind. Well, it, it wasn't, it was God. And he was telling me to go out and make sure people knew that they were loved. So I now, and I can't remember the first time, I don't know where I had the gumption to do it, but now in the grocery store or the mall or seeing another runner or walker coming down the street, I will walk up to them and say, has anybody told you that they loved you yet today? And they'll be like, what? No. And I'll, well, hey, guess what? I love you. The reactions are incredible. A lot of people will just start crying right there on the spot. A lot of people give me a hug. A lot of people. This is the one that happens the most. Many, many people will say, "I don't feel like that's you telling me." And as, and then, yeah, that's correct because it's wow. God. And that ha- that conversation happens more often than any other conversation. And then I will get the one percent, and I'm not going to call out the demographic that gives me snarls and runs off. You know, they're, 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 it, it, I'll just say they're mostly female. <laughs> well. And come on, you know, in this day and age, you know, this random man walks up to you and says he loves you, you know, with tattoos, right. you know.
0: Wow. But. So, so, so let me ask you this. Um, you've expressed kind of the receive that you've gotten, right? You've gotten hugs, oh. you've gotten tears, you've yeah. gotten, I believe that's from somewhere else. Right. Share with me, and then I got a follow up question. Sure. What that means to you. What does that do oh. for your day?
1: Oh. Well, first of all, I will say on the, you have to be careful because uh, the ego will take over, right? Ooh, mm. I'm, I'm doing this thing, right? You know. So as a lead singer, you know, I'm a lead singer, um, you know, and I've told you my joke before, how many lead singers does it take to screw in a light bulb? One, one to hold the light bulb and the rest of the world to revolve around him. <laughs> I have to be very conscious of that. You know. I always wanna be humble in, uh, you know, because the Lord tells us to be humble, right? So what it does to me to answer your question, it's in- extremely fulfilling. But that's not why i do it you know that is the byproduct that is the reward um, of it you know now i have my nine-year-old daughter hey daddy she'll po- can i go tell that person and my nine-year-old daughter's doing it wow. so for me it, it's very fulfilling um it is heartbreaking at times because people are not told that they're loved yeah and you have to spend that time with somebody and but it's a perfect opportunity to witness uh, and I, you know, I have a problem sometimes and, and I'm, it's hard to describe Bruce, but I'm a Christian, but a lot of things Christians do rub me the wrong way. And, and somebody handing me a track telling me I'm not living a good life when I feel like I am really frustrates me. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I've had other people tell me that, so I don't want to get on the negative, but I, 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 it gives me an opportunity to witness in a very organic, natural way. So it's very fulfilling.
0: Wow. You know, a word just jumped in my mind. Um, a lot of you know we're all kind of on this walk and this is an open faith-based hey guys get in where you fit in uh, podcast and i've had several conversations with folks where they you're really careful about that ego getting the way like it doesn't validate that you're doing awesomeness that's not what it's about i i kind of land on the word it affirms it affirms the steps you're taking and right we want to be careful about recommending what folks do and how they go about it but you've chosen to, to smile at folks and, and give them a sense that they are seen that they're cared for and even using the word that they're loved and that's powerful my friend that that is that is powerful and thank you for doing that It's a way to pour into others and like you said though there's a fulfilling aspect to to you uh, you you taking that act because a lot of people just can't, aren't seen and right. I think that's the struggle Wow right. well, what is the
1: greatest commandment Bruce?
0: love one another.
1: Right, love God as you love you know, love God first, and then love your neighbors as yeah. you love yourself. So we're we are called to do that—to love one another.
0: And you you stepped into that. You really you really have personally and, and professionally. I mean, this is the Mar- This is Marcus Ellis. This is a Mar- I don't mean brand. I don't mean that kind right. of you know, it's not brand click stuff. It's it's the sincerity of that, and you know, you're you're also a podcaster. You've got your podcast. You're an right. author. Um you know, husband, father, you said, tell me a little bit about about your your writing and your what what tell me a little bit about the book that you did, sure. and kind of what extension was that from kind of who you are and what you're trying to communicate to the world? Well,
1: first of all, I didn't want to write a book. I didn't want to be an author, you know I don't feel like um writing is my skill set. But when it comes down, you know, when it hits the paper, it's like, oh, that's good. Thank you, God. Right. So we have our dear sister, our friend Tamara Andrus, and she has started this book series called The Joyful Entrepreneur, which I have right here. And you can see a bunch of beautiful faces on there. And I'm on that side. Left and right is hard when you're looking at the camera. And uh, I wrote uh, a segment on surrender, um, which is really funny because now I want to go back and edit the whole thing.
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> well, as, as an author, you know, it's it, it, it's never perfect, right? It's always like, uh, oh my gosh, but it has to have a, a point in time that it's actually, you know, done, right? You right. kind of have to get to that point.
1: Exactly. Well, you know, it's so much so that um, th- this, this book, The Joyful Entrepreneur, has become a series. It's going to be so, uh, a chicken soup for the soul, if you will, series put out every year. And I've signed up for the second edition. And I'm actually right now in the process of writing my chapter for the joyful entrepreneur. So for this book that I held up, there's 20 beautiful souls in here. There's 20 chapters of folks, stories, testimonies, and it's all based in faith in business. This is a business book. Second, it's a faith-based book first. So it's how do we incorporate God into our business? I mean, really that, that's the wrong way to say it. I mean, how can we take our lead from God in, in, in the business and surrender the the control that we all want to have while we're, we're running our businesses and take our hands off the wheel and let God drive.
0: Wow. That's hard. How did you go about articulating? And then how do you go about, obviously it's, it's a challenge every day. You know, you're an entrepreneur, you're a musician, you do a lot of different things. You're, you're kind of Renaissance man. How do you daily let go of doing that yourself? You've written a whole chapter about surrender.
1: Man, it, it's not easy. I'm just, you know, I want to encourage somebody that feels like, oh, I can't do that. Man, it's hard for everybody. It is so difficult to let go because we're we're wired that way, especially providers, right? And that can be a woman or a man. You know, there, there's plenty of women, provide, you know, raising children on their own. We're all providers. You're a provider. You know what that's like. You have kids in college or those types of things it's really difficult to let go and say, but yeah, wait a minute, God, I have these five children plus my wife that I need to take care of. What do you mean? Let go. And, and but man, ever since, you know, and it was a moment of prayer, man, I was prophesied to twice to quit my W2 to go into wow. entrepreneurship. And the second time was the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. And I, you could have knocked me over with a feather. So after the second prophecy that came to me. I mean, who am I not to quit my job? And so that Monday, I just went in and packed my stuff and left and didn't even tell anybody after 15 years at a business because I was led to do that. And you and I have talked about this many times, man, talk about fear. Talk about what am I doing? But after the two hours of packing up my office and I was driving, I can remember I was on Scenic Highway in Pensacola, which overlooks Pensacola Bay. It's so beautiful. And I was like, I did it out loud. I did it. I did it you know? And so all I can say is when you're going, stepping into that entrepreneurship role, you have to release that to God. And the funny thing this morning, Tamara was on her pedal and preach on Instagram. I feel, you know, I'm not, I am plugging our sister. She's amazing. And it was about this. It was about letting go in your business and be in the light of this world to attract people to you all in his name.
0: Mm, powerful. Yeah. Man, that's powerful. So you know, one of the things we like to do in this in this podcast, it's called, you know, can I have a word with you? Right. right. Is when we have guests on, we don't have a lot, so I'm really honored that, that you were able to say yes and jump in and join us on this. Is is we kind of say, okay, if there was a word that you kind of lean into, or a word that might be your power word or go-to word, um, and we chat chatted a little bit about it, we want to unpack that word today because you're out there pouring into folks, you're encouraging folks to to be the best they can be, you're pouring into folks, and that takes an action. You're not you're not just you know you know empty words. You're 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 really encouraging folks, and so let's. Uh, I'm going to drop this down here in the ticker here because you and I chatted about what your word is, and I know that you wrote it, and what you don't know is that I wrote it also. So oh, nice. We're going to unpack the word minister as a verb, right? Because that's really what we're talking about. So, so we write these words vertically. And uh, Marcus, I know that you did it because we had a little exercise. Uh, I think it was back in either November or so where I asked folks, what's your word going to be? And why don't you just kind of go through the letters of minister and what that means to you? So if someone's saying, yeah, but, you know, behind the pulpit or get a robe on or lead a sermon, you know, that might be what someone's called to do. But just based on what you described for me and how you live your life and and how you're out there pouring into others, it's such a perfect word. And I'd love for you to interpret what that means to you just using the letters of the word minister.
1: Yeah, man. Well, thank you for that. Um, We're all imperfect, right? We're we're not perfect. My my desire is to help people. I don't do that perfectly. And, And why I say that is because. I can help somebody on the outside while I'm not helping my family on the inside, right? We have to be very conscious of that. Yeah. So, my word minister, the M means make a difference. The I is in others' lives. It's very important for me to make a difference in somebody else's life on a positive aspect, not a negative. Sure. So, the N is nurture the lost. The I is if not now, when? Taking that from scripture, right? If not now, when? Right. The S is sowing seeds because we're all planting, right? We're all planting. The T is tomorrow may be too late. Don't wait. Urgency. Yeah. You know, how many times has somebody said, you asked them, hey, will you pray for me? Sure, I'll pray for you. And you shake hands and you walk away. Why don't you pray right there? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if not now, when? Tomorrow may be too late. Right. E is encouraging love, my jam, right? I'm encouraging people out of love, out of God's love that flows through me to others. And the R is reap what you've sown. Then the beautiful thing about it, Bruce, is it comes back to you if you're not expecting it in so many different ways, like this friendship with you. This is a reward for what I'm doing because I never would have met you because you live in Atlanta and I'm in Pensacola, right? The reward is hanging out with yeah. like-minded people. And that doesn't mean that we're all going to agree with each other. That doesn't mean that, uh, I, I mean, I know I'm not hundred percent aligned with you aligned with you, but I love you. And we are on the same page. We're doing the same thing. So my ministry is to take care of people and not to be and I, maybe I shouldn't say that because maybe God's calling me to do that, but I was going to say not to be a, a preacher or a pastor on stage. Who knows what's to come. However, I am a worship leader.
0: Yeah.
1: And the the worshiping isn't performing like when I perform with my rock band on stage, but being a worship leader is my prayer to God, my, my acknowledgement to God. Yes, there's people out in the seats, but I'm ministering to God and let God minister to them. Does that make yeah. sense?
0: Well, I love that. I love how you broke that down. Um, encouraging love, right? There's a lot of, and that takes, that takes intention because encouraging can be, I mean, look at the sidelines of a softball or a soccer match or a basketball game with parents that encouraging can sometimes come out in different ways and maybe it's not out of love, right? right. Um, man, you know, just because someone doesn't know how to do something, say in a job or a task, Man, isn't there a way to take a little bit more time to go on the on the end of that, on the other side of that lesson? They believe that they were helped through it in a way that what they learn and two, maybe they'll apply that same type of encouragement because someone applied it to them. It's oh, that's really-
1: the most beautiful thing about it. That That's because now I, I see that this is true. I see the person behind the counter at the circle K that I told them every day that I love them. I see them doing that now to customers.
0: That's awesome.
1: I see other people taking the mantle of something that I was called to do. Sorry. I just dropped my water bottle. Something that I was called to do is now causing that ripple effect. Not that I'm so great, but because God's so great. Right And people in the secular world that probably, and I'm being judgmental, forgive me, Lord, but probably are not where we are in our walk in faith. Yet, they're telling customers who are buying a 12-pack at Circle K that they love them. Wow. How cool is you know, that?
0: It's it's not the size of the rock. It's the number of pebbles to, to create the ripple, you know, because you okay. just never know. They just keep going. And those little nuggets, man. Let me break down my version of minister. Can't wait. And I was thinking of you as I wrote it this morning. Okay, um, M was made to see serving first. I think. I mean, I see that you in you, Marcus. It's 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 selfless, and it's something that we have to choose to do. Would you agree with that? I mean, it's pretty easy as a lead singer in a very you know popular ba- white white tie rock ensemble in Pensacola. Check them out, um, man. That spotlight is on you most of the time right? In that, in that performance setting, right? But made to see serving first. The eye is inspired to inspire. I mean, you're up there every morning. There's something that you're encouraging folks to be inspired and you have that spark in you. Now, yeah, is it always filled up? No. You've got to circle yourself with, you know, the, the faith and fitness and you've got to go out and do your stuff and surround yourself in your worship um, leading to help you refill that. To me, the N is nurture those in need. You already said that, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's pure. I, I see it and I appreciate that in you. You um, Invest, there will be a test. This isn't easy. Right. Right? You're, you're doing it on a, on a daily basis. And I bet there's times when you go, ah, maybe not there. <laughs> or I really don't feel up to it. I've got some stuff I'm dealing with, right? Yeah, many times. So um, the S to me is, is just the root of the faith. Study how Jesus did it. Yeah, come on. He gives us a blueprint. He went to the places where those that were needed. He said the healthy don't need medicine or the healthy don't need to be healed. It's those that are sick. Those that are lost need to be found, right? T is take his example and go. And you are an example of that, my friend. When when the circle of our faith brothers and sisters get together, one of the beautiful things that I see and you said this, you alluded to that we may not align with everything and that's okay. I think right. we love each other to understand. We don't love each other to agree. Right. Is, well, that you, is that you can go to places that I can't go to and I can probably do the same. I can yeah. land in places where there's a way to for my message to kind of have a opportunity to land and it's going to be a very different place than you. And that that's what I... I, I love about that, about taking his example and going wherever it's needed. Then the, the uh, E is exercise of faith to obey. It's a calling. It's it's something that we, to be all that we're intended to be, we, we need to lean into that. And I love seeing that with you. And granted, you and I text back and forth, midnight, two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm struggling with this, man. My health felt like this. My heart and my soul felt like that. But it's it's the journey, the exercise of that faith. And then. The R is reach to where he needs us. And, um, you know, that's the beautiful thing. And I I know you're in another business, which is in the real estate business. And when you talk about that, what I hear you talking about is finding people that you can help that might be in a difficult situation where they're over their head. They're underwater. They don't know what they're going to do with this property that they've purchased. And it's it's taking them out and you find a way to help them exit and reestablish themselves. And of course there's a business aspect to that. So that's how I looked at, at Minister, as I think of Marcus Ellis. So um, I wanted to share that with you, man. And I love the way that you wrote it as well. So, you know, where, well, where, where, do folks, where do folks, what's the best way for folks to say, Hey, I want to hear more about this. Guess what? I love you. Or uh, your podcast.
1: Um, my Facebook page, you know, okay. Marcus Ellis, um, I believe the URL has markymark.me or something on there, but just search out Marcus Ellis in Pensacola, Florida. That is my main platform. Um, the band White Tie Rock Ensemble can be found on YouTube. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, my, my partner Colin Harbor and I have Strike Accord Live Podcast. We do have a Facebook page. Um, and really, we're, we're all over on most of the podcast platforms. So you can simply um, just uh, seek out Strike Accord
0: Live Podcast. Awesome. Well, we've been talking about next. We we, first of all, for everyone that's watching this, Marcus and I have—we are two-dimensional brothers. We have (laughs) not actually had that, you know, skin-on-skin, arm-to-arm handshake, and uh, we're looking forward to doing that in person in your town. I hope we can do something. We had talked about we're putting it out there in the universe. We're going to be on a platform together where we can actually pour into others together and and take this kind of podcast and conversation, you know, out to more and more folks.
1: Yeah, man. You know, that was another in that same prayer, uh, that download. I was, you know, I'm 50 years old. I've been singing, you know, Zeppelin and blues and, you know, all of that stuff since I was literally, I mean, Beatles were my first love. You know, people always ask me, man, who was your vocal teacher? Well, John and Paul. I mean, you know, it's like the Beatles were my, my thing. And so I've been singing. I mean, can you imagine, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the tune "Oh Darling off of Abbey Road, but Paul would go into the studio and scream for hours to get that hoarse, gruff thing. And as a kid, I just learned how to develop that in my voice. So now at 50 years old, my voice is degrading, <laughs> not, not only through age, but through overuse and probably improper use from the many years of, of singing in clubs. And, and uh, now I'm, I'm very grateful. Uh, we're out of the clubs and I'm in, you know, theaters and arenas now, but I was praying to God to heal my singing voice and in that download, it was something of this sort. Well, I mean, your gifts, son, is your voice, but whoever said it has to be singing, I want you to speak. So I was like, oh my goodness, now I'm going to be a motivational speaker on stage. And that's, you know, slowly been, been churning. It's not something that I go for, but Tamara was, you know, gracious enough to allow me uh, to speak on her stage last year at the FounderCon Um, conference. And it's going to be, it was in Nashville last year. It's going to be in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina at the mid-November of this year. Uh, And I'm not speaking at this one, you know, I spoke at the last one and man, it was so cool. You know, I just like, oh, okay. I I enjoy speaking on stages. You know, I don't have, fortunately I've been very uh, blessed and gifted to not suffer from performance anxiety. The stage is where I'm supposed to be. So yeah, I mean, is there doubts and fears? Will I hit this note tonight? Sure. But there's not that crippling fear oh my goodness i'm walking out in front of five thousand people i don't have that i'm very blessed so the stage is my place so now to answer your question long-windedly i'm enjoying speaking on stage and colin and i now came up with this plan because i don't see me you know i first said there's nobody else doing this there's nobody doing tandem you know like duo motivational speaking And, and that's not true because i do believe marcus black and Ashley Faye brands that are, you know, speak on stage together at times Uh, and they're, you know, de facto mentors of mine, just like you are. But Colin and I, you know, have this call on our heart to go on stage together because, you know, we're childhood friends. We've known each other our whole lives and, and we bounce off each other really well we had this desire to be on stage to speak together. And then you were talking about, you know, doing a Southeast tour speaking. And I was like, Hey, can we coattail ride on that? You know? So, so we're putting it out there that uh, Colin and I will be on some stages, you know, opening for uh, Bruce Pulver. At-
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. We could do a trio. And I think that would be great. You, go, yeah. you, you guys are so welcoming to me. Well, well, let's bring this thing in for a close. Uh, you know, can I have a word with you episode with Marcus Ellis and man, just such a, a great, spirit my friend a great human being that like us all are are just trying to keep on the path a step at a time and being all that god's intended us to be and to do so any closing comments or closing uh, messages closing words you'd like to to lay on us
1: just took a picture of us yeah um if nobody's told you yet that they loved you i love you bruce loves you god loves you You are seen, you're heard, you're valued, you are loved. Anybody on the other end of this message, man, you've got this. God's got you. Just let go of the wheel. It's so hard. Let go of the wheel and let him guide you. And I promise you, it's not going to come without troubles. Jesus never said it's going to come without troubles, but he'll be there to pick you up when you fall on the
0: floor. Wow. Can't add anything to that, my brother. Thank (laughs) you, Marcus Ellis, for being with us. Check out Marcus on his pages. This whole, uh man. I hope this. T- I know this touched some lives, and I thank you for making the time this morning, Marcus.
1: Well, thank you, man. I'm gonna take some pictures of us and put this out on social media. I love you to life, Bruce. Thank you so much.
0: Love you, brother. Take care. Right. Peace. We'll see you. Bye.